Please remain standing for the reading of the gospel. John chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made, without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet, to all who did receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. This is the word of God for the people of God. You may be seated. And the word became flesh and dwell among us. In the Ethiopian Orthodox Church, it is believed that Christmas is a day forgiveness was born. While we'll never see these exact words in scripture, it is not a far-fetched belief. For we can easily correlate the truth that lies in this belief to what, why we celebrate Christmas. We can match it up to what God has done for us by sending God's only son into the world to live among us. You see, church, for so long, humanity had lived in sin, not knowing our way out of our own sinfulness or knowing our way to God. For so long, we have stumbled and groped in darkness, trying to find our way. For so long, humans have tried doing it our way. We have tried correcting our lives by our intellect, by our self-will, by our machinations, but we have always come up short. No matter what we have done, no matter how we have tried, we have always come up short. The prophet Isaiah understood that quite well when he said, we have all fallen short. We have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And Paul, the writer, the, the apostle Paul, captured that and said it again. All have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. No matter what we did, no matter what we tried, we could not have self-corrected. We have always landed right back where we started on our own efforts. And the truth is that this has always been the case, no matter what we have done. 
The songwriter captures it well in O Holy Night when he writes, Long lay the world in sin and error pining. But until Christ appeared, that's the time the soul felt its worth. That's the time the soul knew its worth. Christmas is indeed the day that forgiveness was born. You see, we read through the Old Testament and we hear the prophets speaking about this Yahweh, this God of love, this omnipotent God, this God who made the heavens and the earth, this God who created all therein, this God who calls us into relationship. But there was nothing in a tangible way for us to connect with this God. And one of the things I say repeatedly, ascension beings, we, we look for the tangible. And the prophets would come with word from God and, and, and prophecies about how we should live, but there was nothing in concrete way as a model that the human eyes could see and, and, and the human hands could touch. And I wondered ever so often if that's one of the reasons we kept on going our own way. The prophets speak about this omnipotent God who loves and who forgives and, and, and will forgive our sins and, and wash away our sins and, and make us as white as snow. And yet we keep on sinning. Yet we keep on going back to our sinful ways. It's like being pregnant. The, the evidence is there, but the manifestation is not yet. And then the word became flesh. God came and fleshed in the form of a child lying in a manger. Mary and Joseph around this, this helpless, vulnerable child. Yet the one who came to save the world. John tells us in him was life and that life was the light of all humankind. In this vulnerable babe. Lying there in a manger, in him was life. And that life was the light of all humankind. In him was forgiveness. In him was love. In him was mercy. In him was grace manifested in tangible ways. That's why we celebrate Christmas. The God that had been spoken about by the prophets, the God who had made heaven and earth, that God came down in flesh, manifested for all to see the heart of God, the compassion of God, the love of God, the mercy of God, the grace of God. And I can tell you, church, that's what the world needs today. That's what the world needs today. The, 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 the heartaches we see, the, the, the stuff that we see happening, the stuff that make, makes the evening news is because people have not yet realized how much God loves them and how much God cares for them. People have not yet encountered this God who we talk about. Even though God came in the flesh, there are still so many who have not yet encountered this God. So while we celebrate Christmas because we believe and we, we stand firmly on what we believe that God came and fleshed, God came in Jesus Christ and walked among us, lived among us, there are still so many who have not yet encountered this Christ. And we, the church who celebrate this, are the ones who will have to live this Christ each day in the world. We, the church, 
who embrace and embody this Christ living in us are the ones who will have to live this Christ each day that others can recognize this Christ the same. One of my favorite stories, and I almost had forgotten the story until a few weeks ago I went to a conference in, in North Carolina and I heard the story being told again. The first time I heard the story, I'd bought this, this, um, this CD from Brooklyn Tabernacle and I was listening to the songs and the founding pastor told the story. Jim Simbala is a founding pastor and he, he told the story of how one Easter he was preaching in, in, his sanct preaching in his church and there were a number of people there but as he looked down into the congregation he saw this one man sitting there with his head holding low and he looked at the man but he kept on preaching and he said, you know, the man looked like he was in his 50s and, and he kept on preaching but the man's head was being held down and he preached and he said when, when the service was over and, and people were dispersing. He saw the man getting up and, and coming towards him. And the man was, you could tell that he was sleeping on the outside. He was beraggled. He, he, he didn't look put together. And he said, you know, as he saw the man started coming to him, he, he dipped his hand into his pocket because this is New York and there are so many people who lived on the street and they're always in need of help. And so he went into his pocket to get some money so when the, by the time the man would get to him, he would have something to give to the man. And he said as the man walked up to him, he, he smelled this odor that was reeking from the man. He said he had never smelled anything like that in his entire life where a human being was concerned. He said, but the man kept on coming to him and so he, you know, he realized he didn't have anything. So he told the man that, you know, I'm going to go into my office. The man introduced himself and he said, hi, I'm the pastor here. And the man told him his name and he said, and if you give me a chance, I'll go into my office and I'll get you some money. And the man said to him, I don't want your money. I want you to, I want to know this Jesus that you're talking about. I want to know this Jesus that you said was, was crucified and is raised from the dead. And he said as he stood there before the man, this was Easter morning and he had been preaching about Jesus Christ who died and, and was risen. And he said as he stood there before the man, tears came into his eyes. And he said as he started talking to the man, he realized it was just a young man, 30 years old. He had lived on the street for five years and, and, and the toll of that life had, had come over him and he looked like he was in his 50s. And he said somehow he sat there and he talked with that man and talked with him. And he said by the time he was over, he hugged the man and he said it was the most beautiful aroma he could have ever smelled. In that space, in that time, this man being told about Christ and witnessing Christ and the conversation he had with him transformed this man. And the goodness that came out of this story is that that man, after a few years, became a pastor himself and had his own church. Christ came as the love of God in flesh. In him was life, and that life was the light of all humankind. This is the Christ that we celebrate this day. This is the Christ that we celebrate every Easter. And there are so many people who need to know what we celebrate, why we celebrate, and experience why and what we celebrate. God became flesh 
God came down in human form for us to see love, for us to see forgiveness, for us to see mercy in tangible ways. I remember several years ago when I was back home, we were having this field day for our children and the person who carried the equipment was sitting on the back all the way by himself and I walked over and I said hello to him and we struck up a conversation and he said to me with this forlorn look on his face, he said, you know, I, I used to be one of them at one point. And I realized he was saying that I, I used to be a Christian at one point. And I asked him, so what happened? And he said, well, you know how it goes. I just fell in with the wrong crowd and I messed my life up. And he had this look on his face and I said, it's never too late. He said, really? I said, yes, it's, it's never too late. No matter how far you have gone, it's never too late. And I stood there and I prayed with him. And I, I can't say I know what happened, but I wanted him to know in that time, it was never too late. No matter how far gone someone is, God's forgiveness is also extended to that person. It's never too late. You see, we as the church celebrate Christmas. A time that we say Christ was born and came into the world. It's the love of God that became flesh. How do we express this love? How, how do we live out this love? Sometimes words are not enough. Words are not sufficient to capture what we celebrate. It may seem strange to others what we celebrate. But our actions, our daily actions, no matter how small they may be, are one of the ways that we can express the love of God. Christ come in into our midst, into human form. That's one of the ways that we can express the love of God. God became flesh and dwell among us. The love of God came down among us. There's an old song that comes to my mind ever so often. I'll hum it when I'm in the shower, when I'm driving, sometimes in my office. I'll sing it in the kitchen. Because there's something about this song that takes hold of my heart. There's something about this song that reminds me again of how expansive, how deep, how wide, how high God's love is. The love of God that came down in human flesh. The song is the love of God. And there's one particular verse in this song that I, that I love. It captures as closely as possible if I could ever try to articulate what the love of God is. The writer in verse 3 tells us that if we could fill the ocean with ink and if all of the sky were made of paper, if, if every human being on earth was a writer, and, and if we tried to write the love of God above, even with an ocean filled with ink and all of us being scribed, even then 
the sky could never contain the whole. As far stretched as we could measure that sky, it could never contain the whole of God's love for us. The songwriter says, O love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong, it shall forevermore endure the saints and angels' song. It's because of God's love why I can stand here today, forgiven, redeemed, saved. It's because of God's love why we are here today, forgiven, redeemed, saved. And it's because of God's love that we can go out and tell the world through our actions that they too are forgiven, that they too are redeemed, and that they too can be saved. God became flesh and dwell among us so that we can know the love of God, the mercies of God, the grace of God, that we can know, including all the world, that we have been forgiven, we have been redeemed, and we can be saved. Amen.